I couldn't find my chair. How do you lose a chair? I don't know. I have a 19 month old, so I lost a chair. That's over a stool. At at what point do you quit referring to a child's age as months and say Um, my child is like a year and a half? um, That's how I would do it, but at this point, because my wife refers to it that way up until two years old, I told her I'm actually going to do this in public until Oakley graduates high school. So I feel like you're just trying to flex on like how good you are at mental math because I had to count like 12... Oh, I have, I have, I have a, I have a note on my phone. Oh, yeah. Just so, like, like once she gets over twenty-four, that's gonna get really difficult. Cause two years is twenty-four. Two times twelve is twenty-four. So after that, mm. it's gonna get, you know, I think I'm gonna have to like multiply up and subtract back if I don't have my phone on me. But we'll, we'll, well, well. On that note, pause for the sound of rattling ice trays. there we go terrific segue (laughs) what's up so on tonight's podcast and the still any podcast we're talking about ice and how do you know they make ice machines that you plug in your wall now no we're not really oh wait are we really talking about ice that would be cool (laughs) i get it Uh, that was that was was a that was a good one Uh, oh god. let's go let's go um let's here we go let's not go let's stay because i just got home about 15 minutes ago from good old gwp the bus dropped us off we were in enemy territory at berkeley high school but we were not playing berkeley um but we did come home with the results that we would want anytime we're playing at that field big 11 12, no, 12. 11? 12? 12. 12. 12. 12 zero, it's like you were there. Um, 12 zero victory. In spirit. For, uh, for uh, the old Green Wave JV baseball boys. We are 3-0 and in our preseason tournament. Um, big wins over Oceanside. Uh, Lucy Beckham, and then tonight, Wando. So... Um, definitely excited. You know, we, we had a roster in place and some of our guys ended up getting called up to varsity this year and and we were a little nervous and we've had some guys step up, um, this Saturday, although we are undefeated, likely not playing for the championship because there are a couple other undefeated teams and 
tiebreaker nonsense, but super proud of my boys. Super proud to see what this season holds. Wait, there could be a, um, there could be a team win the championship in a tournament, and the second place team lost the game, but other teams that finished below that did not lose the game. Well, so basically, like that, it's looking like if Berkeley wins tomorrow, they're playing Fort Dorchester. Um, so you know, crazier things have happened in baseball, but I'd, I'd probably, I'd, I'd, I'd put my money on Berkeley. Uh, they will be undefeated. Kane Bay is undefeated as of tonight. We are undefeated as of tonight, and Hanahan. Nuts game. West Ashley, two outs, and the top of the last inning hits a three-run bomb to go up, and then Hanahan ends up pulling it out. Um, yeah. And, and just side note, Ashley Ridge beats Oceanside 23-3 to in three and a half innings. That's a stall game. Dear Lord. No offense, stall. You know, you're doing the right thing. You're rebuilding, and, and we're pulling for you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> crack crack, it, crack it shot there. No, on, on, he, he understands. Crack oh, out. Yeah. Crack out. Good, good job, Coach. But, yeah, for the Ville, my JV boys, I'm excited. Four days of rest, and, and we'll be back at it. We're supposed to we, – we should have started with negative and then on a positive because now I'm sad again because my for the Ville is shout to the basketball team. Um, obviously on this podcast, we're looking forward to saying, Hey, come see us at USC Aiken Saturday night, seven o'clock. Um, didn't happen. A lot of, a lot of scenarios. I'm not going to get on my high horse, but, uh, you know, man, what a, what a freaking awesome season it was. At times it was like watching, uh, the Harlem Globetrotters as high school kids. What's, what's the old saying? Don't be happy that it's over. Be happy that it happened. Yeah, well, I'll say it on here, man. I, I my, my family's going to kill me if they hear me say this one more time. Um, I say it probably 75 times a day. So Melvin gets hurt. The whole floor so here, situation happens. You've here heard we it go. Times, right? I, yep. I've heard it a few. <laughs> Melvin gets hurt. The floor situation happens. If y'all know what we're talking about, then follow us at Still Ain't Pod on Twitter and ask us the question of what we're talking about, and I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Um all that happens, and we lose by three. If we would have just lost, if none of that happens and we lose, I'd feel better. But I'm still yeah. in – I'm Eeyore in this episode. And I'm Dub City. Dub City. Dub City. Let's go to Honey's house. What's, What's up, Honey? Oh, actually, uh, shout out real quick uh, to our athletic director at the Ville, uh, Matt Legree. Uh, his father passed away, had a funeral today. Uh, everybody's praying for you, Matt. Uh, you're an awesome dude. And uh, prayers to you guys, your family, and hang in there. Yes, sir. Um, I've talked about it a few times. Lost Pops a couple of years ago. I know how tough it is. So Yeah, I told, I told him today, same thing I tell you. I couldn't imagine. Iceman's uh, the GOAT, man. And uh, it's, uh, it's just, uh, man, I couldn't imagine. So, um, y'all, y'all, y'all are strong as hell. Yeah. So let me, before I hop into Honey's house, let me just add, um, because I love talking about our wins, but every week we get a win. Not every week. We've played three games. But we've done it in scrimmages. The last couple weeks, I update the whole Sped Squad group chat. Dub City, tell you all the score. 
And I basically get a response from you, and I'm real disappointed that the other 12 people don't reply. Um, oh, where's I, the camaraderie, I, people? I, I, I know. I, I reply every time. And, and uh-huh. I, was, I was upset last night when I was, just, I was, I was actually swimming in pools of my, uh, a pool of my own tears when I was texting all the stuff about, you know, the, uh, Florence civic center stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like, dude, like give somebody, give me, you text me, you called me, but like, give me yeah. a shit. Like, give me a, like, yeah, that's, that's trash, bro. Like, give me a trash, bro. Or, or BS, you know, hashtag BS. I don't know. Yeah. Even an emoji or a nice gif. Toss a gif in there. Yeah. hundred percent. You called it. You obviously called it a gif. It's not a gif. So when I think Jif, I think Choosy Moms Choose Jif. My favorite peanut butter hot take here. Reduced fat, creamy Jif. Um, so when I read Jif, I see J-I-F. So I'm thinking GIF. Me I too. know a lot of people I would say, say Jif, but they're wrong. I would say GIF. I did say GIF when they first came out. And yeah. contrary to popular belief, I didn't have a phone when I was 14. It was like, I, you know, they, that's how old I am. And we are like, we didn't well, I have got mine. I got mine around 14, I think. Yeah. We didn't have GIFs. That makes sense because yeah. you're just right behind me. That, that makes, that makes sense. It just makes, now, I would hey. say, I would say GIF, but I, I don't know. People like girls in Myrtle, like told me I was wrong. And it was GIF. Well, that's your problem there. Listening to girls in Myrtle. Uh, oh, oh, absolutely. No offense, girls and Myrtle. You're all lovely. Um, well, most of you. But, you know, there's... We can't let a bad egg spoil the bunch. Dude, we were at Senior Frogs night. Oh, God. And is, this an appropriate, is this an appropriate conversation? No, absolutely not. No. And <laughs> we, were, <laughs> we, we were at Senior Frogs one night. And I... I didn't. I never saw anybody but one person that whole night. It was like an energy just attracted us directly together by one of the poles over near the DJ booth, and we just stood there all night. Oh man, it was it was it was the most rant, and it was and and then she disappeared. It was like an angel from heaven just was there, and two hours later she was gone. Let's talk about misconnections. Let's talk about that real quick. Uh, that's going to be the first part of Honey's house. All right, let's go to Honey's house. I, well, I just thought of that on the fly. Mix connect or misconnections. I love it. Oh man! So I met this girl. Me and my buddies. We used to go see every ep- or every uh, every paranormal activity movie. We would see the midnight showings. This was this was after they had to wait for two hours because uh, Bath and Body Works just closed while they're buying candles. Oh my god, I also have my my last champagne toast candle lit in front of me, by the way. I'm sure you'll get another uh, one. Oh yeah. Thirteen I think thirteen bucks for, for three wicks this this week. It's uh bonkers. Anyway. I need one I need one in the in, in the pod room right now because it's uh it smells out here. It smells sad. It smells it sad. Does. It does. All right. All right. My my misconnection though, so me, a couple buddies. At this point, I'm at Eastern Washington University. I think we're going to see Paranormal Activity 2. And we're in line with these like pretty loony girls. Uh, I don't know why I use the word loony. But one of them was just adorable. She was the apple of my eye. Well, we end up 
they let us in. We all sprint to the top. So we sit next to each other. So so me and one of the random girls. You sprinted in a movie theater? We sprinted up top. It was college. It was a crazy time, man. I feel you. I was I was flexing because I was still able to sprint. Uh, but we get to the top. We're sitting there. And, and at one point, she gets nervous during the movie. And I'm the type of person. We know this. I'm, I'm the hopeless romantic. And I want that, like, that Hallmark movie, bump into someone at the grocery store, fall in love. You're a hopeless romantic. I am. I am. So at one point, crazy jump scare moment happens. And she, like, kind of digs her head into my shoulder, like, jumps over and grabs my hand. You asked her to marry you on the spot. Oh, uh, thought about it. Not going to lie. <laughs> Um, and then her friends, her friends kind of giggled, and then my friends were like, because uh, I don't know. The, the girls giggled, so what else were they going to do? Well, by the end of the movie, um, one of the girl's friends was, she was one of those bad eggs we spoke about, and she kept kicking the chair in front of her, mm. and it really peeved off the lady sitting there. Long story short... This lady tried to start a fight with them in the bathroom, and they all like sprinted off after the movie and never saw her again. Really disappointing. That's really an anticlimactic story, um, but it really bummed me out. It's heartbreaking. All the time. All right, Honey's House. We're gonna get to know each other, Wiz. Well, we're gonna we're gonna let the listeners listen or get to know us. Let's go. So we're gonna play a little game of this or that. I've I've got like two hundred of them here. I'm just gonna name four or five because they're gonna come with some some brief discussion. Okay. But I'm interested on your take. You know, I, I view you as as the work husband. We'll see. Just how much do we have in common? Oh, you can't. Oh, because you're real husband, Caser. I see. I see how it is. Name drop. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh! You should. I just. I guess you got a notification. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. What? Unbelievable. Go ahead. You actually got a notification? Okay. Yeah. I, well, I, yeah. The guy I told this you about. Or... The guy I told you about last night. Oh. Yeah. Well, dang. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Back on. Back in the Honey's house. Sorry. Wiz, this, this, rough, Wiz has had a this, rough seven days. We're very squirrel right now. Yes. All right. This or that. This or that. Work vacation or work free holiday. Work vacation or work free holiday? Work vacation. Work vacation. I got to agree. I'm still, I'm still getting paid and uh, I'm on a vacation. Well, I also don't have to worry about like filling all that free time. You know, you're still right. getting your work in. You're, you're probably getting to see the coworkers in a different light. Yeah. Definitely. Got to be work vacation. 100%. 100%. And if this was still in after hours, I got, I got a couple I could add in, but I'm not going to. You always do, man. I do. I do. My mind doesn't stop. All right. I was over at, at the at the old household the other night, and the family was talking about Love Island and, and all the trashy TV we watch. Oh, absolutely. TV, TV series or movies? Um, I, I'm, I'm more of a... Oh man, it's tough because I'm a You're big... Right? I'm, I'm going movies because TV series... 
you know, as something I, I don't want to have to sit down. Like Netflix series are cool because I can watch whenever. Um, I didn't. I uh, fun fact: I never watched The Office when it was on TV. I waited for it to come on Netflix, and I watched it where I could watch it on my own time, like three or four at a time, back to back to back. So I guess I'm more of a movie guy. And now it's on Peacock, not a sponsor. Exactly. Uh, also, um, since you brought it up, uh, we did finally have the um, the beer pong game we talked about, and uh, and and Mufasa Pride, uh, Mr. Jake, shout out. Um, well, I took care of business for you one on one with Drewster. No big deal. I went zero and six. That's fine. <laughs> Coastal, wasn't, Coastal, wasn't my night. Prepare you, man. Let Let me just say, I was being my. I, I won't even use it as an excuse. Um, because I lost fair and square, but I def. I just will say I wasn't in the right mindset. No, yeah, I, but, I, I can see that. I want to get and I can feel. I feel that way about some of my performances as well. But like I say, we need to uh, set up a date. And we'll have a tournament. Yes. We have, we'll, we'll have a yes. tournament. One-on-one. Of, of those six losses, though, four quality. I mean, I they took were. it down they to were. the wire. They were. I didn't get blown out, so. That's true. All right. This is a good one. Trivia pub quiz. So, like, a, a nice trivia night. Or card games. Um... I would say set it, the setting would would sway me one way or the other, but I would have mm-hmm. to go with uh, with trivia. I agree. I that's tough, man. That's a fifty fifty because card games you control the night. There's no weight. You can have as many people as you want. Um, you know the the refreshments are obviously much cheaper. Right. But but and yeah, environments everything. Um. Ooh. Uh, this one could be interesting. I'm. I'm. I'm interested to hear your take. Live in L.A. or New York? Um. A hundred percent. L.A. Mm-hmm. And just because of New York is L.A.'s crowded, but so is mm-hmm. New York. But the West Coast vibe is something I've always felt was a little part of me. Uh, never been out there. Um, always wanted to go to Petco Park in San Diego. Always wanted to kind of see that vibe out in LA, um, which I understand San Diego is not in LA. Um, yeah. But but just that the whole West Coast vibe um, is is pretty dope. I like it. All right. I'm, what I'm about you? Go through, where, where, I'm where, gonna, hmm, um, I lived on the West Coast. That's true. Um, and, and and New York to me is not like the East Coast. I know it is, but like it's up north. Yeah, I'm more of like a Southern hat, so it's all good. I think. because oh. because I, I I spent a few years in Seattle. I think I gotta go New York. Um, I'm I'm a big guy. I got some extra fluff on me, so <laughs> I. You know, the more cooler temperatures there are in the year, the happier I am. Um, I'm sure I'd be complaining like crazy out there with with all the snow, but um, you know, the lack of the the lack of 
a need for transportation at times. You know, you can walk a lot of places out there. I guess you could do the same in LA too. But man, I don't know. Could I just go six months in each? For sure. I like Grand Theft Auto too. So like that uh, whole layout's okay. pretty cool. Oh yeah. All right. Let's let's go three more of them here. I found some interesting ones. Live in 1969 or in 2069. 1969, no doubt. Yeah. Not even close. What 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 draws you to 1969? Uh I'm I'm an old hat, dude. I I everybody tells me if I'd have grown up in the 70s or the 80s, then um you know, I would probably be not as uh Controversial. I there you go. I like that word. Controversial. Very good. Um, I'd rather listen to Tom Petty than uh, and George Jones than uh, I'd rather listen to The Weeknd and uh, Dirk Bentley. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just. I'd agree. But more for fear of the I'm unknown more of, a hippie. of 2069. Well, that's true. Like 2069, God knows how, how bad it's going to be. Or, and, or maybe and, it'll be phenomenal by then. Who knows? And I have I have something for Wizardville that for that too. So that's that kind of yeah. very good. I also feel like, you know, callback to me being a hopeless romantic. I feel like that kind of fits more with the nineteen sixty nine. Yeah. Oh yeah. No black and white you know. movies. You actually open the door for women. You walk closer to the road. You held hands. You open doors. Absolutely. Yeah, I was gonna say more of the gentleman thing just makes up for my lack of. Um, visual appealing qualities very good i got a great beard but you know top three uh, oh you um foresee the future or change the past foresee the future yeah are you the, but are in you, a you... sense are are you allowing yourself to to change like if you see the future does that mean it's inevitable Oh, I question. feel like that's that's how I kind of take that. I feel like if I can see it's... the future and this is going to happen, I feel like I would have the opportunity to like maybe kind of finagle around to make things change a little bit in the future. But then in a sense, you're changing the past, so you're kind of picking both answers. Oh, I like that. Absolutely. Both. A and B. All right. And last one. This one's a real simple one, but but this one kind of it popped out to me. Monthly salary or hourly wage? Oh, monthly salary. I, I, I was going to say hourly wage. It's you're kind of setting that goal of how long do I have to work? Monthly salary. You're more setting your production, right? Right. A hundred percent. You're saying I'm making this no matter what, but. It's like the it's like the welder on on Facebook or the memes and stuff on social media where um, he gets paid fifteen dollars an hour and you see this one type of weld, but then you pay him eighty five dollars an hour and he gives you like this flawless weld. It's like yeah. which one are you gonna pay me for? Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I just I, like I, I want to do more little get yeah I want to do this more when we have guests. Which by the way. The planning's been awful the last couple of weeks. It's been crazy with basketball playoffs and 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 wrestling and and both of our schedules. 
So we promise you SAS is coming. SAS is coming. Andy Jewell's coming. Uh, two Forgotten Eagles podcasts are coming. Uh, Jeff Castle's coming on here. Um, can we get it? Can we get a caser on? Oh, I would love to get a caser on. I think we absolutely could. For sure, for sure, and and honestly, Drew's just being nice. It's all my fault, guys. Uh, Wiz will be back on Monday. That's true. It is his fault, but you know he's busier than I am. He's. I, just, I, was, I, got... all day. I was like, I was like, I'll be home at ten. Let's record. He's like, I mean, I guess we'll see. Like, yeah, <laughs> but I'll be home at ten. We could. He's like, yeah, we'll make something happen. I mean, even if I have to, if I have to do it on my own, I'm uh, like, sick. That's a good idea. But I'm going to be home around ten. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, guys. My bad. All right. My bad. Oh, yeah. I, it's not. It's not. I'm busier than you. I think I just have more people to try to like take care of, and my yeah. mind. My mind doesn't stop. And then you got people calling for reasons of shenanigans. Um, great ultimate fries. We need to go to shenanigans soon. Place next cool. person that says sh- shenanigans. I'm gonna pistol whip the f out of them. Hey, hey, where's that? A... Where's that place you like with with the foofy stuff all over the walls and the mozzarella sticks? Shenanigans! Ah, oh. got him. Let's go to Wizardville. Yeah. All right. So, do you have anything that I was like, "Hey, Drew, write that down for me"? Do you have any of that? There were a couple things, and I forgot to write down one. But the first one was a quote, and okay. I can't remember if we heard it or you just had some random like Fantasia wisdom. Okay. Um, y'all heard you. that. Y'all heard that wisdom. And, and 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 Mickey and Fantasia has that wizard hat. Well, I guess it's like a warlock. Are they the same? I don't know. I'm squirrel. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Why can't we, as adults, learn from history's mistakes? I'm telling you, man. It's 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 just it's mind blowing that we. Whenever anybody does anything stupid, mm-hmm. like in the school system, uh, like we're both baseball coaches, I was around the basketball guys. If anybody does anything, if any kid does something stupid, it's like we're like, oh well, you know, we, you know, blah blah blah. blah. Like no, like let's the situ. Like I just feel like situations need to be taken care of and handled. Like we, well, I hate stuff that gets dragged out. And yeah. we and and what happens is, us as adults, we learn that all right. Well, like perfect game example, perfect game. Oh, they just steal money, and every parent tweets about it. And oh, it's a clown show. And but where are they at all summer? Yeah, at perfect game events. It's just crazy to me, man. Um, I, I forget where that quote came from, or why I texted it to you, or what you know where I saw it. But um, I'm sure I had something very good going on at the time in my brain to do it. But what I'm going to do is actually have it right here, and um, it's it's in my bag for tomorrow. And because I'm telling you, Wiz back on track next week, and I'm going to r- start writing down everything. Every every thought that comes in my head will be locked and loaded. I like that. We'll be locked and loaded. And so with mine. The, my Wizardville night is when we when we were kids growing up, we watched different shows: The Flintstones, Scooby Doo, um, Rocco's Modern Life, which was savage, pretty gross if you watched yeah. it now as an adult. But you know it was savage. Um, but the Jetsons, right? That was like foreseeable future for America. 
that was where real we were quick going. do we know what do we know what year the Jetsons was set in um I'm pretty I, I I'm not sure but I know that it was I, I will tell you right now let's just give me a little do da do do well, actually, I already typed it in. It's set in 2062. 2062. Well, gotcha. we still got time. We do. We do still have a little time. And I think that the only person in this world that's trying to get us there is Elon Musk. Um, I was watching the news earlier and watching um, – I, I not getting into the politics side of things, but – um, I, I watch a little bit of CNN to see what's going on there, and I watch a little bit of Fox to see what's going on there, and I kind of make my own assumption of who's lying, who's telling the truth, who's actually reporting news. And and I, I saw tonight, and, and that's what made me think about it, is with all the technology we have today, mm-hmm. we're using it in the exact wrong ways. I mean, we're, yeah. going, we're going to Congress to, to fight to have – uh, TikTok illegal in America. I said and this that. happens like every six months too. Yeah, I said that like five years ago. I was like, dude, this is ridiculous. Like they're just like they're watching us. Snapchat again. Y'all know if y'all listen how much my kids get mad at me because of all our Snapchat fights at the house. Like Snapchat's stupid. Snapchat's good for one thing, and I got married, and I don't use it for that no more. So I, there's no reason well, to have it. Well, phones listening to you. There's there's very little debate on that. Like that's something simple, like having like the pizza um, apps on your phone. Hey, I can be like, man, I really want some Domino's. Guarantee, I'm gonna have a Domino's. No, well, it's eleven twenty, so maybe not tonight. Well, bro, but we're gonna test this out. If I bring it up within ten minutes, I'm gonna have a little notification. Hey, here's the deals we have. Yeah, Taco Bell, dude. My wife will open up the Taco Bell app, and then literally within the hour. Dung. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's like I'm telling you, I mean, think about the security in our school systems, right? I go on EpicSports.com looking for some nice gear, some cheap gear to get some uh, oval S's put on over at the fancy trimming shout out, and you know, I, then I go and start playing Retro Bowl, all right, for 20 minutes in the back of the classroom, and guess what? Is on the side is an ad, EpicSports.com. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's an algorithm. It's a bull crap, dude. We have seven Alexas in our house. Dude, our government knows everything this house is doing. Yeah. Every other government knows it too. But I just feel like we're using, like, we look at the Jetsons and we look at, we look at, and look at what Elon Musk is doing. He's kind of a Jetson dude. And and we're using all this technology poorly, and and it's and it's really scary because of all the stuff going on with China right now and Taiwan and and Russia and it's just uh you know it's it's terrifying to um have a 19 month old because one day I won't be there and hopefully to God she will but like what is she going to be around? Yeah. Oh, I definitely feel the same way. Um, you know, my nephew, my oldest nephew is is a junior in high school. And it's just, even though he's that old, it's that much scarier because at that point, he's going to be the adult in charge of things. Right. Um, it, yeah, it's scary, man. I don't know. So sad, sad Wizardville tonight. I don't know. I just, I just think we all got to be better. I just think we all got to be better. We, we are so locked in 
if if it wasn't for um I don't know, I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about finding a way to just um figure out of like have there's there's about ten people I talk to on a regular basis and just say Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So you're on the list, Drewster. Um but like if if y'all need me during this time, call my wife. The, my phone's gonna be off. Mm-hmm. And then I'll I will I will work even through other people's personal problems or help them in some way, or maybe it's not a problem, just they need advice or whatever. How would you do this? I'm just going to do that from, from eight to eight to five, eight to six. And then my phone goes off. And if y'all need me, you call my wife and, and I'll call, I'll holler at you back. I dig that. So, I don't know. It's just, um, been a tough two weeks, man, a lot going on, but, um, I'm think I also am thankful at the same time that people, uh, you know, value uh my opinion on things so that's that's it's not a, it's not a it's not a, a slam on anybody obviously well and we need these moments in order to to really excel in other areas of life i mean i think back to i'll get on the sad train real quick you know my divorce a few years ago or or my dad passing um two years ago just you know so many tragedies that we we think we can never make it past and we look back five years later, 10 years later, and it's like, dear God, I am so grateful that happened. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very hard to have that mindset um, in the moment, but I'm so grateful for every shitty thing that's ever happened to me because I'm, I'm, I'm living good. I'm, I could live better, but I'm living good. That's it. That's it, man. For sure. So, um, what do you got for uh, open season? Anything real quick, or or what are we doing? Uh, before open season, I just want to read these two fun little Jetsons things that I found. All right. Because you really caught me when I Googled it. Um, you know when you, like, Google something, and, and Google have all the drop-downs of people asking the question or similar questions? Yes. Number one, what year was the Jetsons living in? The Jetsons takes place in 2062. And George Jetson is 40 years old, which means that somewhere right now, George Jetson is being conceived. <laughs> That's great. That was in, that was basically, it was July 31st, 2022. It's basically August, so September, October, November, December. Yes, I'm counting on my fingers. So basically, George Jetson's going to be, um, he's going to be born in like two months, which is pretty exciting. That's awesome. What if, what if, dude, if, listen, guys out there, if you have a son that's born in two months and your last name, well, I guess your last name's not Jetson. Um, if it's Jefferson, if it's something close, you oh, have there's to gotta be him. someone out there with the last name Jetson, right? Yeah, you would think. So George something, George Jetson Johnson, George Jetson Helsebeck. It's gonna be George Jetson. This is how the podcast takes off, people. Retweet until we find a Jetson. Bingo. We'll have them here every week. They'll come on. That Jetson man will come on every week. He'll be our our, our permanent guest. Oh, I love that. All right, and this one. What from the Jetsons has come true? The Jetsons was way ahead of its time, predicting many things about the future that are in fast accurate. Some of these include the presence of flat screen televisions, smartwatches, video calls, drones, holograms, digital newspapers, and even automatic vacuums. 
I don't know how you say drones and holograms and then end with and even automatic vacuums. I feel like it should be the other way around. But Absolutely. So now as I write down, because I'm not forgetting anything else for this mm-hmm. podcast, I, I, we're going to have a talk about The Simpsons on a whole podcast. Oh, yes. Not a Simpsons fan, but whoever writes that, they live in 2094. Yeah, it's scary. That makes me not want to watch anymore. I'm telling you. Operation Northwoods. Y'all go Google it. All right, let's see. I mean, I don't know. What do we got? Everyone loves dead air. I was about to say the professional people would say this is dead air. While Drewster's looking through his thing, I found this cool book in in my because obviously when you move somewhere you you start cleaning out boxes a year and a half later, mm-hmm. and I found the ultimate baseball book, um, and it's it just starts in nineteen. Let's see, eight no sorry, it starts in eighteen seventy six, and goes through the history of baseball all the way through, and it is That's pretty sick. pretty cool, man. Like, I mean, think about these words right here. It is certainly presumptuous to publish a book with a title so grand as this one's. One baseball historian told of the editor's intentions felt the title could not be accurate. No matter how well assembled the book might be, baseball's very appeal, he said, is that it has no ultimates that is dependent upon and draws its great beauty from fine shadings and subtleties. I didn't realize till like halfway through you reading that, that you were reading that off of a page. I was like, wow, he sounds very robotic, but that's beautiful. Yeah, I just have a voice. <laughs> I have, oh. and, and I have a deeper one tonight. I think it's, it's the exhaustion, but it's, it's well, deep. You're trying to be like me. It's fine. I, I know. It's the, the, the sexual magnitude of my voice right now is just unparalleled. <laughs> All right. Well, I got a quick little discussion for us. Something right. I was thinking about earlier. Um, us as coaches, we can, this will be a fun, and it'll be a fun conversation because there's no wrong answer. Um, so, you know, we've, we've both coached different sports. Um, you have, well, first off, we don't have the conversation with parents of how could my kid get more playing time? We want the kid to have that, you know, that question themselves. We want to have those conversations. Can, can 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 you pause? Yeah. Can we, can we pause? I, mm-hmm. I've wanted this conversation as well. Something I forget to write down. W- this came up last week, mm-hmm. and I forget who I was talking to. I was like, you know, when when if if you if if you have a question about playing time, you come to me, um, and and so on and so forth. At what point are we just going to tell our seven year old that if he's not playing? as much as he wants in whatever sport, like you're obviously not as good. Someone, whoever's playing in front of you is better. Mm-hmm. And the coach is going to tell you that you have to work harder and work harder in drills and, and just become better. Like I, I get it. I get it. But this is, this is, this is where the wizard mantra comes from. It's, it's very on a parallel universe to the Mamba mentality. Like w- what are we doing? Like, well, mm-hmm. you, you know, 
I'm not, I don't talk about playing time. And the parents are like, well, what, all right, well, what does he need to do to, to get more playing time? Freaking be better. Like, how is, I, mm-hmm. I just don't, man. Like, be better. Like, obviously, you're not as good. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, that's, yeah. Sorry. I apologize. No, you're good. But I want you to think what's one word, one trait that you would take out of your athlete, whether. I'm not even going to narrow it down to one sport. What's something that can apply to baseball, football, soccer, basketball, golf, hockey? One word, because I got one. A lot of people would be cheap and say talent. Because, you know. Uh, Well, my first one that pops in my head starts with a T, but it's not talent. It's, It's toughness. Okay. Elaborate. Because that could mean a lot of things. Uh, and I assume we're not talking about, you know, WWE wrestler getting hit in the head by a chair toughness. Right. No, I think it's my, when I when I say that about an athlete, it could be a golfer. And, and the mm-hmm. toughness meaning um, no matter what, you know, if you if you hit a shot and it goes in the woods or you, you hit a shot that ends up two, two feet from the hole, you know, you're – you have the mental capability and the toughness in your mind and the toughness to control your body as well to go back out there and hit the next shot the best. Same thing in the box. You take a terrible swing. Um, a lot of guys don't know my history and on my resume in baseball, but, but one of them is scouting. And the biggest thing with that is I, I know who can hit and who can't. I can see that in one round. I know if you have a chance and if you don't. But the toughness that separates you, and we'll use I will use a kid in his name right now because it's it's unparalleled is is obviously the the legend that is the living legend PJ Morlando. PJ uh-huh. can have take an absolute terrible swing, which that, that he's human. Okay, it's all right. It can happen. Oh and, yes, yeah, he's human, and and he can take a terrible swing and foul it off. What separates him is he'll get back in the box and make an adjustment and be tough mentally and physically. Um, The best at bat I've seen in the last probably – the best at bat I've seen in a high school baseball game um, since since recruiting in college was P.J. Morlando against Chase Stryker last year at GWP. Um, Uh Absolute awful hack off balance just didn't look like the legend that is PJ Orlando got back in choked a little bit widened up a little bit he kind of put on a two strike approach on a one one count and hit a rocket back up the middle for a line drive single um, where 90% of guys will take a bad swing and feel that they're beaten and and then they they, they don't have the the fortitude to get back in the box and and make that adjustment and whether you come out successful or not, but at least hit a ball hard somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. they, they get beat by one pitch of the at bat where, um, I mean, it's cliche, but we all know that you get three strikes in baseball. So what, what does one pitch matter? Mm-hmm. Same thing with basketball. You know, you miss five shots. You, um, I'll, I mean, my, my year was, um, with the basketball group, you know, they come to the table, check in, and it's like, KJ, hey, keep shooting, keep shooting. Jay, keep shooting. I mean, he's over over five. Keep shooting. And then he hits five straight. The next game he scores 29. Like, it, it's 
I think as coaches, we got to be better too um, with with everything because everything is not life or death. It's it's not the end of the world. We're dealing with we're we're the old guys. We're dealing with uh-huh. kids who are not mentally tough all the way yet, and some are some are way off. Some are some are mentally tough um, and physically tough, but. You know, it's just, man, it's crazy because in every sport, we, we could pick any sport. I think what separates kids is toughness. And uh-huh. and that's mental and obviously physical as well. And that goes back to the weight room stuff I've talked about. Well, I agree. And I also, I don't want to see the guy who's going four for four. I don't want to see your double celebration. I do love seeing him. I want to see the guy that, that goes 0 for 4 with four strikeouts. How do you return to the dugout? How do you bounce back next game? I want to see, you know, the guy, your team's going on a run in an inning. Everyone's hitting, everyone's hitting. You know, the base is loaded. You're up with two outs, and then you strike out. You're the guy that doesn't get the hit. How do you respond to that? Because I don't want you hanging your head, especially when you're up, you know, 10-0, 12-0, 14-0. I want you to adjust. I don't want you to be thrilled. I don't want you coming back smiling and laughing, but I want you to realize that was one at bat. And I also want you to realize just because you know what you have to fix doesn't mean you're going to fix it on your next at bat. Kids are always going to pull their head out. They're always going to drop their elbow. They're always going to do those little cliche things that coaches say. Right. But I want you to realize that major leaguers go 0 for 19. Yes. They're still there. Uh, I, I had this conversation one of my boy, with one of my boys last week. He said he wasn't having fun anymore. I said, well, you're having fun when you're doing well. He goes, yeah. Yeah, so am I. Well, well, there you go. No one's batting a 1,000. Ever. In the history of the majors, uh, you know, outside from maybe a minor leaguer that got called up and went like two for two. I'm sure it's happened. But if you have an extended career in a sport, it's going to come with failure, and that's going to make you better. So, yeah, thousand percent agree. Yep. But I got a different word. Mine starts with a V. What we got? Any guesses? Versatility. Versatility. I like that as well. And I got a good story on that one. Tell me your take. So versatility, a lot of people would see that. I'll, I'll just use baseball as an example because it's, it's what's on my mind. It's the easy thing right now. A lot of people would see it as, oh, that guy can play the infield and the outfield. And that absolutely is an example. But you got to realize it's the little things too. It's, it's something as simple as, you know, the kid who runs a, a 6-3-60. You may be the seventh best outfielder on a team. But if you're fast, they're going to find a way to work you in. It's those little skills. Right. Not every player is well-rounded. We're not all Mike Trouts. We're not all Ronald Acuna's. Um, but just just finding your niche and fine-tuning that one little thing. Because that could be a whole lot easier than saying, how can I completely fix my swing so that I can bat 340? Or... That's how I'm going to improve my pitching, you know, so that I can go seven innings every outing with a sub three ERA. Find the little things and your time will come. 
you'll be able to make a difference. Versatility, man. It, uh, it, it's frustrating that kids don't see how big the little things are. Well, I got two, two takes on that one. And the first mm-hmm. one is, um, as a college recruiter for five years, I recruited tons of shortstops. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason that was is because, um, you know, everybody wants their son to play shortstop back in the day, but bat third That's and play short. Hard. Bat third and play bat third and play short. And and the reason they think that is wrong. They think that because, you know, that's Derek Jeter. That's uh that means he's the best player on the team. Shortstops are the best. Um, no, to me as a recruiter, I, I didn't care. Um, obviously you gotta be able to hit. All right, you gotta be able to hit, you gotta be able to hit at our level. But if you play shortstop, that means nine times out of ten, ninety five percent of the time, you're the best athlete on your high school team. You can, mm-hmm. you're, you're the, you're the, you have the best footwork. You have the best arm. You probably pitch a little bit too. Um, but that, that also range. means, right. And, and that at, at the college level, that translates to the outfield that translates, mm-hmm. look at, look at Cam Canarella. I mean, from Hartsville, um, you know, he was their shortstop for three years. Uh, he took DP by storm, man. I don't know how many articles I wrote up about him and so did Austin and, and, uh, and Corey and, and Barry. And I mean, the kid was just, he, he, he just kept growing and getting better and getting better. And he's shortstop. I'm committing to Clemson while well, he goes to Clemson. Nobody hears what goes on in the fall at these schools. And now he went, he's going two for two, one for two every game. And he's playing center field. At that same token, when Braden was 12 years old, he wanted a new glove. And he wanted a, a new a new catcher's mitt, and I was like, "You're not a catcher." He was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> I said, "Your future, I, because I I know I know a little bit about this. You're not a catcher." And Santa Claus brought. I love him. thinking about B as a catcher, by the way. Oh yeah, he I, honestly wasn't bad though. He's just just too he was just too late, like just too long. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But but it's actually pretty good, especially at that age. But, but my thing was, I was like, look, here, here's what you need. And Santa Claus hooked us up. And he, that Christmas, he got a first baseman's mitt, an infill glove for third base. He got a new catcher's mitt. He got his pitching glove because I'm a big advocate. And so is Santa Claus that, you know, you can't play, you can't pitch with, with your infill glove. And, yeah. and he also got an outfield glove that is, used to throw long toss now but he had five gloves and and the reason is in my mind is because you know i i was at a tournament two years ago and mm-hmm. there was a 13 year old t- tournament going on behind us or a 12 year tournament going on at um at at the east Cobb complex in in maria georgia and uh shout out to stetson bennett um Shout and, out to my nephew who played for the East Coast Astros. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Um, so the, I heard a dad was like, yeah, they just flew us in. And I was like, sorry, I can't. This is when the wizard was really, really bad. I was like, uh, I'm sorry, sir. What would you say? He said, what? I was like, I can't. I, would you, did you say they flew you in? He's like, yeah, my son's a PO. I said, how old is he? He said, uh, he turns 12 in September. 
this was like July. I was like, also, also by they, they mean, yeah, they wanted you, so you bought your own plane ticket. There you go, there you go. Hmm. And I was like, okay, this, like I, I hope I don't see you the rest of the time I'm here. Be, be like, because, dude, like, you, are you kidding me? Like, nobody, like, let kids play multiple positions. Let them. I don't care if my kid's starting at shortstop. I don't care if he's starting at third. I don't care if he's starting at first. Or if he's a catcher, starting outfielder. Like, when he's twelve and thirteen years old, I, I all like me and Jeff Fry. Uh, shout out to the career two ninety five hitter um, in the major leagues that nobody wants to respect, but. Uh, me and Jeff Fry have talked about this a lot. I would love to create a league or something where you have nine players on each team. They play from, from the age of nine to 12. And they, they every inning, they, they go to each position. Oh, they, go, they just transfer each position throughout the game. So I, I yeah, ver- I mean, hundred percent in many ways, um, getting bunts down, understanding who you are as a hitter, being able to hit for power, and and when you're not, when you're um, shout Ryan Marlowe, uh, um, what's the point podcast back in the day, Natural Sponge and Friends, um, you know he wasn't a power guy, but like he learned what he, how 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 can I play baseball as long as I can because I like doing this, and and he he learned to bunt, had learned how to hit and run, learn how to keep it, you know, hit the ball on the ground. Just, it's just different stuff, man. Uh, versatility is a, a terrific word. Mm-hmm. And also, can I just, just throw in this last little thing? Cause you just made me think of it. I understand your, your power hitters, your three, four hole guys. They're not going to be the ideal bunters. You're typically not going to call them to bunt, but dear Lord, in my opinion, there is nothing more dangerous than a power hitter that can butt. I hear so many kids at this young age saying, oh, why would he butt me? I'm top of the lineup. What defense? Because typically the defense is going to know you're that power guy. Where are they going to be expecting you to butt? Situational baseball wins games. Varsity baseball at the Ville last weekend. Scrimmage game. Runners on first and second with no outs in the bottom of the first. Our Maddox Webb put, can put him over the pine trees out in the outfield and lays mm-hmm. down a bunt. Mm-hmm. You know, going to the sizzle, uh, a premier prolific baseball player in the in the South Carolina baseball high school scene, and he lays down a bunt to perfection. I mean, it was. I mean, it turns into a sack bunt. He gets out. He did. Uh, he did his job, and and I think that goes back to the toughness. Learn tough. Toughness is also learning. Versatility is also learning that. Life is not always about me. There's bigger things than me that I have to contribute to. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Keep it cute or get cut, man. <laughs> oh, that never gets old. It never does. You got an well, age? It does you... get old. It does get old. But not to us. No. Again, it's situational. It's like bunting. It's a very situational phrase. It works at the right time. That is very true. You well, got an ain't for me, Wiz? My still ain't tonight, and it's a very weak one, and I apologize to the listeners and to you, but I still ain't got no sleep, bro. That's and a good one, though. I'm working on that. I'm working on getting some sleep. It's it's a tough one. Um, it's just It's just a moment 
in in your life where you feel like um it was like a cruel joke played on you and it was something you loved dearly and we're all invested in was just ripped from you mm-hmm. um, because of circumstance and different things and things that just were so completely out of our control. And like I said, if it was, if it was different circumstances, then, then I, I'd probably, would, I, ah, man, it sucks. But the yeah. way it went down, it's, it's a tough one. Um, and then the other stuff as well, but um, we, we've, we've been going through, but, um, man, I just, I just say, look, at the end of the day, the one thing that I, I can say on here is I, I still also still ain't, um, given up hope, um, still ain't given up hope on the fact that there's still good people in this world. I think adults, we all need to step back and understand we're not going to change the world. Um, I mess with, mess with homegirl, miss, miss EA about that all the time. Um, young teacher, like I'm like, oh, you think you're gonna change the world? You're, we're not, we're not gonna change the world, but but we can help individuals um, navigate themselves through lives as adults, uh, young kids, and um, you know, a couple of situations at the end of last week with some kids that I, you know, that we work with and things like that, and it's just, man. I know we're not like we have to understand we're not going to change the world and we don't always have to go through protocol. We just got to do what's right. And I think that's and what, and when I say that, um, that could be up for discussion. Like, well, I don't think that's right. I think this is right. I think we, gotta, we just need to get back to Mayberry, uh, uh, Mayberry, um, Andy Griffith show like morals and just, just say, look, we all need to sit down and we just all need to relax. And we need to we need to figure this out. We're all humans on this earth, on this earth, and we should be pulling for each other, not pulling against each other. Well, again, baseball mindset. You know, it, you give me ten kids, I may not be able to save all ten, but if if I make a difference in three of those kids' life, that's still three lives that I affected. Absolutely, that's something to be proud of. Absolutely. What's your eight? Am I am I on on C of my still ain't BCs? I think you're on C. You're on C. I'm on C. Um, so this one is, is one, and anyone who hears this, I want you to hold me accountable. I want you to. I still ain't consistent. Um, I need to be more consistent in, in all aspects of my life. Um, I got you. Just, I just need to be better. Um, Mama raised me right. I'm not a bad person, but we can all do better about finding a positive routine in our lives. You, you still, you know, you need to be more consistent with the sleep. Yep. We can all be more consistent in certain aspects of our life, but so yeah, I chose this week to better myself with my eight. I love it. I love it because I've been on the, on the flip side, I've been consistent with a number of, uh, uh, cold ones over the last week. So, and it's not, it's not a good consistent. So I need to be more consistent and better consistent as well. Yeah. We need the drop off for the comeback. That's fun. It happens. It happens. Life hits you in the face. And sometimes it don't matter how tough you are, how old you are, how smart you are, what you do, you get knocked down for a minute and you just pick yourself back up. It takes, sometimes it takes a little bit. We get picked, we'll pick ourselves back up and go. Exactly. Juicer, I appreciate you with the podcast and life in general, but the podcast and, uh, you know, what we'll, um, 
we'll, we'll get back on the, the main train next week. And, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, at this point, you 12 listeners, um, again, if you tell one friend, that's 24. If you tell two friends, that's 48. That's good math. So like, Hey, spread the word, keep it cute or get cut. And actually, technically, if those 12 each tell two, that'd be 36, right? Would it be? Because it'd be 12 times three if he's 12 told two. I mean, if the, if those 12 each tell one, that goes to 24. Then each of those 24 tells one, it goes to 48. That's true. Mm-hmm. Math. Boom. Juicer, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, brother. Love you. Hey, See you tomorrow. We got the pot in. Huh? We got the pot in. Oh, and it's less than an hour. Look at that. It'll be out. Y'all oh. listen to your and smell your sizzling bacon and all your other crap, you bunch of hooligans. And Kay, we're not cooking it for you. Booyah. Be- all right. <laughs> <laughs>